Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. And today, I want to ask you, are you a dog person or a cat person? I'm going to assume you're a cat person since you're listening to the show. But do you ever feel at odds with the dog people? (laughs) Maybe you're even married to one. (laughs) Well... I've got bad news for us cat people. We just aren't as popular as dog people. And with us today to explain how that is defined exactly is James McKay from a company called Compare the Market. James is on the show today from Australia, actually, and he writes a number of topics for Compare the Market, and they help people to save money on insurance and financial products. And they conducted a survey that we'll talk about here today. So James, welcome to Cat Talk Radio. Hello, Molly. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're happy you're here. So I'm going to put you on the spot with our listeners right out of the gate. Are you personally a dog or a cat person? Can I say that I'm both? (laughs) (laughs) If I had to pick, I would say that I've become a dog person over time. Although I didn't grow up having dogs, I grew up having a cat. Oh, I think that probably makes you a cat person as hard. Do you have a cat now? I still have a cat. I also have a dog. I married a a dog person. And so we have, we're we're both big animal lovers. So we have a Bengal cross ragdoll named Emery. And we have a big dog, uh, Arab cross Great Dane named Hunter. And we also have some ducks. Ducks. So that's fun. (laughs) So your company published a survey that I want to share parts of with our listeners. And it was about how many people identify as dog people and how many people identify as cat people. So I got to ask, what prompted doing this survey in the first place? Yes, so we do a few surveys throughout the year related to the different types of insurance we compare, including pet insurance. So with this survey and the other pet surveys that we do, we want to learn more about pet owners, what types of people they are, what types of pets they have, and what they might be looking for in terms of caring for their pets. Ah, interesting. And so... True to stereotypical speculation, of course, your survey showed that more women are cat people while more men are dog people. And why do you think that is? Yeah, that's a that's a common stereotype. Interestingly, we saw a slight difference between the three countries that we surveyed. We surveyed Australia, Canada, and the US. So Canada had the smallest difference there was a a 4.8% preference for for dogs versus cats. The US was only slightly more bigger at 5.3%. Australia, we had the biggest difference between men and women 
preferring cats versus dogs, where men were 9.25% more likely to say that they prefer dogs versus cats. So when I looked into the specific responses, because we can break down the data to quite a fine level of detail, American women were more likely to say that they have pets, and that's cats and dogs and other pets, to positively contribute to their happiness and mental health as opposed to men in America. So then when we looked at specifically women who own cats, that trend where that was the number one reason when we gave people like, what reasons why do you have a pet? That was that was definitely the strongest reason. It's to make them happy and positively contribute to their mental health. Those are good reasons. And you know, and you probably answered this a minute ago, but I know there's a lot of different dog and cat ownership surveys out there. You know, there's the American Veterinary Association and Forbes and of course American Pet Products Association. And they're all a little different. It seems like their their data is is actually a little different, especially in terms of how many cats are owned in the US versus dogs. But I, I wonder, I, I know a lot of those, the motivating factor to do those services, those surveys is pet industry expenditures, right? Because we know that a lot more money is spent on dogs annually than than cats. And so usually when they do those surveys, they're trying to find out how much money's being spent and and where it's going. But it, and so yours is a little different motivation than that. Yes, yeah, so we specifically focused on asking questions around how many pets people own, what types of pets they own who would look after the pets, uh, like, you know, within in the family structure, is it someone else, a child, an adult? We really focused this time on looking at just why people own pets, what types of pets they have. Do they want to have more pets or, do, or, or not have any more pets? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And yeah, you mentioned, um, you know, how much money people spend on, on dogs versus cats. Um, I think when you look at, your dog beds or accessories. I think people believe dogs need more stuff. And I certainly know in the case of my big dog, he eats a lot. So I'm definitely (laughs) spending more on dog food than I do on on cat food. Well, and they go through toys a lot more too. They'll chew up toys and you're always having to throw them away and buy new dog toys. Where a cat's relatively easy on their toys for the most part. Yeah, exactly. I, I have two small children and they, they are the ones who are destroying the cat toys. And <laughs> my, my dogs are getting to 10 years old, so he's getting pretty old. He's not playing with toys as much. So it's actually my, my two human human children <laughs> <laughs> that are <laughs> the most destructive at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one overwhelming common factor in, in all those different surveys that I see is that the majority of American pet owners have dogs, right? And are there other countries where more people own cats than dogs? Or is is owning dogs just more popular than owning cats around the globe? There will be differences when you look at other countries. So our survey only focused on America, Canada, and Australia. And in each case, people had dogs more than cats. Although Canada um, they 
had like the most amount of cats out of all people who responded to the survey. They had the biggest response for, for cat owners. When we like look online and try and find other data, there's different like bits and bobs here and there that, you know, some of it might be quite old. Some of it's going to be very different to how we, we did our survey. So I can't comment too much on that, but there do appear to be countries in parts of Europe or um, parts of Asia where cats are preferred over dogs. Ah, oh, I, I, I hope that comes in the United States someday. And, you know, I, I wonder too, you think about it, cats are always viewed as less maintenance than dogs, right? So why do you think that less of them are owned than dogs? Why, why, is, why are dogs more popular than cats? Yeah, that's a great question. I remember talking to my parents as a child, you know, can we have a dog? And it was always like, oh, we don't have enough space in our backyard because we were renting and we had like a very, very tiny backyard. And they also talking about, you know, time spent looking after the dog versus the cat. We, it was just a more natural fit for us to have a cat. Um, but I think that there's different reasons why people would prefer dogs versus cats when we get into preference. When we look at the survey data, one clear response that was why people would have a dog versus cat was home security. So mm. 17% of dog owners said it was to keep their home secure. And that was less than 1% of cat owners <laughs> said that they, they could have a cat for home security. And that makes sense. Yeah, so I think... <laughs> That's other reasons. Uh huh. Sorry, I, I think other reasons would be that dogs might be seen as more exciting in terms of the way that you play with them and being physically active or taking them for walks. So, for example, my wife growing up had cats and dogs, and she loved her dogs and running out in a yeah, and they had a big yard and playing with them. And so, I think people generally view dogs as is more exciting. There's also the stereotype that dogs are, are more loyal or more easily trainable or more willing to serve you as opposed to cats. Hmm. Who we all know don't serve us at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it, it, there's another survey that actually showed like the average number of dogs per household and the average number of cats. And it shows that, you know, the, the average number of dogs per household is, is lower at 1.6 and the average number of cats is 1.8. And that always seems strange to me since cats are more of a solitary species and you'd think there would be more homes with only one cat and, and more homes, you know, more dogs per home than cats. But Maybe it's because dogs are bigger and there's not room for, for as many of them. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely be it. Although I think you also mentioned, Molly, that people might have more dogs, but and that's what we see in the preference. Um, it's funny that cats are more low maintenance. You were talking about cats um, being more low maintenance than dogs. And I think that could be a big reason why people think it's easier to have more than one cat at home than it is to have more than one dog at home. And we can look at the amount of money people spend in food or toys or and accessories, but also the time spent training in, you know, walking your dog and, and bonding with your dog. It's probably easier to have 
two cats as opposed to two dogs. I know if I had two big dogs, it would be hard for me to walk them <laughs> compared to just one. That's a lot of poop scooping, right? <laughs> uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so an interesting fact from your survey is that 24.7% of Americans don't own any pets at all. That's interesting. It's almost a quarter, which is lower than Australia, where you're based, and, and also lower than it was in Canada. So more Americans don't own any pets than those other countries. Oh, hang on. I think if we look at the data, I think it might be the other way around. If I was just double check that. Um Yes. So when we look at the stats from our survey, the US 24.7% said, I don't have any animals at home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In Australia, that was higher at 30.2%. And oh. Canada was Canada was the highest at 34.1% of everyone that we surveyed from Canada said, I don't have any pets at home. Interesting. Yeah. We also saw that Australians were slightly more likely to say that they have other types opposed to cats or dogs. So that would be birds, lizards, fish, or horses, for example. Um, and that was 10.8%. US was just behind us at 8.4%. So Canada was in third for the other animals at 7.8% from the people that we surveyed. And the two biggest answers to why people don't have pets were they can't afford it or they don't have time. And I thought those were very responsible reasons and answers, you know? Definitely. I remember that, you know, being reasons why when I asked, oh, can we get a dog too? My parents said, no, there's no room. We don't have time to walk it. And we see that people, I think, are putting the needs of the pet first when they gave us those responses, which is really great to see. I have a friend who's been working in um, this big, chain of, of pets pet stores here in Australia for years now and she would always get really frustrated coming up to Christmas time and just after Christmas time when people might buy a pet as a Christmas present but then they hadn't really thought about the needs of that particular animal and how it would work in their home and then trying having to take the animal back and mm. to rehome it somewhere else so I think it's good to see that there's definitely a lot of people who are thinking if they can't meet the needs of that pet to the level that they think they want to, that they're going to put the animal's needs first, even if they want to be happy, as we see, like the top reasons, happiness and having company. So I, I think that's definitely a responsible, reasonable yeah. uh, response from people. I was, I was happy to see that. So here's an, here's an interesting question. So in your survey, uh, almost 36% of Americans own a cat, but only about 27% of people actually refer to themselves as cat people. So why why was there that difference there? Yeah, there's a few different things going on behind those numbers. So when I drilled into these figures, we saw a bunch of these responses where people have both cats and dogs. And when we asked the survey, we only gave people three choices. Are you a cat person? Are you a dog person? Or are you neither? And so I think there you are know, people who love both just kind of had to pick and they might have lent more towards 
dogs. We also saw several instances where people who had a cat took in that cat after someone else they knew had to surrender the animal. Like they, they couldn't look after it for whatever reason. So these people kind of adopted a cat because they wanted to look after look after it, even though they might not have grown up or considered themselves to be a, a cat person. And you, we talked earlier about why people own pets, and that was a question on the survey. And they were uh, answer choices were like to keep me company was the greatest at at almost seventy percent, but. I was interested to see that almost 19% of people said to please my children. And I was, I was kind of surprised at that. Were there multiple choice answers to that question? And if so, what, what were their options of answers to that question? Yeah. So there was a, a big list. I'll just run through it quickly. So we have to keep me company, to contribute to my happiness and mental health. There were, I don't want children or I can't have children. So I got a pet instead. And we saw to please my children. There was also to teach my children important skills and responsibility. There was home security, as I mentioned before, um, that the person required a service animal was another reason. We also saw people receiving pets as a surprise gift. So that was 6.2% of Americans got a surprise gift gift as a and it was a pet and that's both cats and dogs and other animals then as i mentioned before people had to take in a pet after someone they knew had to surrender it there was also people saying it felt like the next step in life or it was the right thing to do and then there was also i don't know why i got a pet (laughs) (laughs) now were those answers broken out by cat and dog owners I'd be curious to know if the motivation to own a cat is actually different than the dog owners. Yeah, I did break those numbers down for cats and dog owners. Um, Now, the top reason was still the same to keep me company. Um, Although we saw cats, uh, as I said before, when we focused on women, it was happiness and mental health. But when we look at men and women, it was still to keep me company. Mental health and happiness was a close second. But then we saw a bunch of differences for for other that you know the next most pop, popular common responses to these questions. So cat owners were five percent more likely to say they got a pet because they didn't want to or couldn't have children compared to dog owners. Hmm. Dog owners were almost twice as likely to get a pet to please their children compared to cat owners. And as I mentioned before. Nobody buys a cat to keep their home secure, but that was, <laughs> or, you know, almost one in five dog owners said they got it for home security. Um, we saw about five percent of American dog owners was that said it was because they needed a service animal, and that was mm. also less than one percent for for cat owners. Ten percent of dog owners got their their dog to teach their children important skills. And that was 6% for cat owners. I think the most amazing one, though, was 20% of cat owners for men and women couldn't say why. They, that was a reason. I just couldn't, don't know why I got a pet cat. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe they just 
it was impulsive or they just wanted to and they can't really explain why. Or the cat just wandered in and adopted them, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. It kind of happened to my parents when they, they moved house a few years ago and there was this um, tabby cat that kept showing up at their house and it was looked like it was still being fed and cared for, but it was kind of walking around the street. And so they wrote a little note and ta- attached it to the collar. And then they got a note back, like a carrier pigeon. And it was someone <laughs> saying, oh, hi, yes, um, I'm a uni student. This cat was owned by someone in my apartment block on my floor, but they've left and they didn't take the cat with them. So I've been feeding it. Um, and so then my parents kind of just adopted um, this this ginger tabby cat. Oh, how fun. That's a great story. <laughs> the notes back and forth on the cat. Yeah. You know, an interesting thing too, 17 and a half percent of American pet owners that you surveyed said they were first time pet owners. And that, that told me that there's a, a big need for, you know, species care information for people, for first, first time cat owners and first time dog owners out there that I thought that was a big number. Yeah, definitely. That's getting close to one in five people. So obviously not everyone grew up with a pet or had a pet um, before they bought their first one. So it's definitely important to, if people are thinking about buying a cat or a dog or another animal, to learn about the needs of that particular species and also the particular breed. Because obviously not all cat breeds or dog breeds require the same same types of care. Sure. And and another statistic was that 7.4% of Americans own five or more pets. That seems like a lot to me. <laughs> yes, that was surprising. Um, we actually broke that number up by like five plus and then six plus and combined them together because the numbers, you know, getting a bit lower. So when we combined them together, five or more, you know, was the most for America, if I double check those. Yeah, I think it, I think America, numbers. America was 7.4, Australia was 6%, Canada 4.5%. So they had five or more animals. Now, the most common reason why, when I dig into those numbers, was people who had not just the same type of animal, but cats and dogs and other animals. So they could be like guinea pigs, hamsters, fish, yeah. ducks. That's, it's still a lot of pets. So. That's still a lot of pets. And and with your company being in the pet insurance business, I bet those owners with five or more pets could really save a bundle with your services. Do you do you price pet insurance? Like you get discounts if you have multiple pets? I had to double check that because I hadn't thought about this. So when I talked to our, our head of the pet insurance um, team, He said that, yes, in some cases here in Australia, pet insurance companies that we we compare the prices for, they do offer discounts for pet owners that have multiple animals insured with the same company. It's not always the case. So obviously, it's important to review um, the details of a policy before people buy it. And then they might need to contact the insurance company before because the way that you would do it is you're entering entering in the details for each individual animal at a time. So you might do the first animal and then see that 
oh, hey, these guys might discount multiple animals. And then you call them up and say, hey, I've got five or more pants. Less than what, one, one in five, one in six people <laughs> have this many, many pants. Can, can you give me a discount? Yeah, that's going to get, if they don't, it's going to get very expensive. But I mean, that's five or more. It's expensive anyway, just taking them all to the vet. <laughs> yeah, clearly some big animal lovers out there. Absolutely. This is, a, it's a great survey. I, th- I found it fascinating. And that's why I, I reached out to you to see if you'd like to come on the show and talk about it. And I know our listeners are going to be, are going to be fascinated by it and want to look at that survey data themselves. So I'll put a link to the survey when we do our social media posts where this podcast is promoted. So head over to Facebook and or Instagram or find Cat Behavior Solutions, Cat Talk Radio, and follow the page while you're there. So thank you so much, James, for being on the show today. This was different than our normal podcast, but I, I thought it was very interesting data for sure that people would want to hear. Thank you. It's been great to talk to you. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely some some fun stories that you see when you look into the numbers for, for why people have their pets. Yeah, and interesting to compare those three countries also. So I, I thought the comparisons were interesting also. So yeah, so if you're tuning in today, head over to uh, Facebook or Instagram, like I said, find that link and go check out that data. It's It's pretty cool stuff. And James, thank you for joining us and everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, keep calm and purr on. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend. 